0: Please have your passport prepared and ready.
1: It's the M-Word! Hello and welcome to the M-Word, a millennial podcast by millennials. I'm your West Coast millennial, Connor. And I am your
0: Lone Star millennial, Kyle.
1: We're just two friends solving each other's problems, and hopefully one day, maybe, a generation's Kyle. How you doing? I am
0: awake and conscious. Those are my only requirements today.
1: Congrats! Thank Same. you. Maybe, oh, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? We Connor, will we, see tomorrow. We, we both traveled recently. We did a lot. We did a lot of traveling, which is what I want to start off today with, and it's it's a quick little uh, pre problem to be solved which is how to survive New York City. Do you want to know how Kyle? Um, I'm gonna guess rat repellent and
0: also a lot of um, like smoke bombs.
1: No rats uh, were seen in New York by (laughs) myself. That just means you didn't look hard enough.
0: (laughs) I've been to New York many a times. I had to bunk with a rat one time so.
1: His name was Gerald. And he was a cool motherfucker. No, uh, (laughs) what you want is uh, a solid pair of the darkest sunglasses you can find. You put those bad boys on and you are straight up fucking invisible. Okay? Let me tell you why this works. Okay. So whenever I first visited New York forever ago, uh, I say first visited, whenever I first visited after my teenage years, and i realized how anxious i get when i when i'm in new york i see all these people they're all looking at me i'm like i don't want to i don't want to be looked at i feel like i'm always on display super super self-conscious for someone who is already ridiculously self-conscious like not a good combination right what you do is you put on those sunglasses people don't know where you're looking or if you are uncomfortable and i think that that works anywhere I go because my eyes are constantly darting. They're like, where, where's the next threat coming from? Oh, is it somebody about to ask me for money? Oh, is it someone who is trying to rush past me, but I look really awkward whenever they do so? Cause I'm like, oh, should I move? Should you move? all that stuff? It takes it completely away because the eyes are so important to that kind of self-conscious realm. So I went this last time I had these dark ass pair of sunglasses and I felt like king of the fucking world. I could look wherever I wanted to. No one was judging me. I, I I, say that. That sounds kind of, that sounds a little dirty, but that's not what I was doing. <laughs> I was mainly just trying not to look like a fool, which I feel like I look like whenever I'm in New York because I don't belong there. I really don't. That's not my place at all. It's, I don't, it's the opposite you know I mean? of who you are. I mean, I'm in a rush all the time, but I cannot have somebody else rush me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I'm totally fine with rushing other people, which is super hypocritical of me, right? I'm totally fine with with rushing other people, but when someone's got to rush me, I'm like, don't you dare. I can't handle that shit. Connor, I I don't think
0: anybody who listens to this show is under the illusion that you're not a hypocrite. Like, that's not on the table. We all know that. That's my (laughs) new segment. We all know that, (laughs) That's my new segment. We
1: all know that. (laughs) Um, No, so pop those bad boys on. You feel great, you feel good, and uh and then you leave before anybody else has a chance to to realize the hypocrite that you are.
0: Yeah. That's fun. See, we are polar opposites in this way because I 100% love everything about the New York experience. Ugh. And um and what you're describing seems like the equivalent of condom versus no condom sex. <laughs> That's, that's what it translates to in my mind. Like you, I understand what you're doing and I see its purpose, but it doesn't feel the same.
1: The, for for those of you who don't already know, Kyle has blue blue eyes, and not like oh nice like ice blue like cool lightning blue eyes. No, they're like deep Galveston water eyes. Okay, no, if they were deep Galveston water, then they'd be brown. What are you <laughs> they talking would be about? My, my eye color, right? Yeah, <laughs> no, but he's got he's got some bright blue boys, and yeah. so whenever so he need actually needs sunglasses to see out outdoors. But he I, doesn't
0: wear them. I
1: need sunglasses to see outdoors?
0: Yes. This is news to me. What? What have I been seeing this whole time? Not the world. What? Just I never wear sunglasses. Bright, Even when I'm driving, light. I never wear sunglasses. I almost bought I some for my trip recently because I was like, oh, shit, this is something that I would need sunglasses for. Like driving no. west during a sunset.
1: I actually, I'm very proud. The sunglasses that I got were from uh, a Goodwill, and they were about $3. Ooh, that's a and, good idea. Yeah. Well, straight up. I'm not paying. I mean, I did. Like it's funny. Two no, last whenever I first went to New York, I got like a hundred and fifty dollar pair of Oakley sunglasses. That's because dumb. I wasn't. It was so stupid, the yeah. worst. But I wore them for like four or five years. I didn't lose those bad boys until I until I did lose them at a Waterburger one time. Um, We've all, I, lost we, we all lost something at a Waterburger. Lost something at a Waterburger. Sunglasses, our clothes, dignity, dignity. Right. Uh, Three dollar pair of sunglasses. People all the time are like, hey. Those are some nice glasses. Where'd you get them? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Goodwill, $3, <laughs> see, idiot. You see,
0: you need to be like, um, Fifth Avenue, ever heard of it? Ever heard of New York, New York City? Ever heard of Hamilton the Musical? I got
1: these from him. Do you I got know these Neil deGrasse Tyson? Do you even know him? I don't, but he's a cool cat. You, oh. should, you should check him out sometime. It doesn't relate back to the glasses. No.
0: I like that though. I like you, you know, teaching somebody
1: as they're asking you for your glasses. I do like educating people on things that they didn't seek education about. Yeah, that's, that's actually cool. that's actually a really that's one of my favorite taglines.
0: Were you were you in New York during the storm this this past week? The little ice storm uh, that's been hitting the the northern states.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, really, all I remember was like waking up. And all you remember, and, and it, just so that
0: everybody clarified, this isn't a years ago story. This was two days ago. So, I mean, you probably should remember, huh? Maybe just like a little bit.
1: I do remember waking up and uh, and seeing the you know the alert on my phone saying that it was flooding, but that's it. And then United was like, hey, your, your plane might get delayed. And I was like, oh, no, I'll have to stay in New York with my girlfriend. That's a bump. But I was like, please oh, delay. Yeah. I don't have to go home. But it didn't. And it was fine. It actually was my first uh, full flight to New York, like without a, a connected one. Oh, which really? Great. Yeah. Who loves layovers? We I should okay. fix layovers. Here's next. the deal, Connor. I do love layovers. Oh my god!
0: I do, Shut up. I do love layovers. I think that's for the same reason though that I like driving. I like going to as many places as possible, and so layovers give me one more place to just do you, check off. Do you go?
1: Do you go out of the 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 airport and like a tour of the town?
0: Well, it depends on how long the layover is,
1: but well, obviously, but what I'm saying, do you, do you actually, like I had a four hour layover one time and I just chilled.
0: No. Yeah. I would, I would have stayed in the airport, but just like, depending on where I was getting to see around, like one time I had a layover in Minnesota. And so of course I'm not going to leave the airport because there's nothing in Minnesota and I did check our, our statistics for the podcast, and nobody listens in Minnesota, so we're safe So,
1: here. So, we don't, we, you so don't need to go. So, fuck go Min- the, go Minnesota. Fuck Minnesota. The- is <laughs> the worst.
0: They're just southern <laughs> Canada. Actually, I do love Canada, so that doesn't help. Anyway, they, um, and like, there was snow on the ground, and like, getting to watch like, the, just like, the landscape and whatnot was very, very pretty. Um, I've had a layover in, in Denver before, and getting to look out and see the mountains, that was cool. But if I could get like a 12-hour layover, I totally would. I 100% would.
1: I saw there was actually an opportunity for a twelve-hour layover, and I was like, I don't want to spend one day that I have to be in New York. Yeah, to like, to, you know what I mean. I get so that. maybe part, yours yeah. was a little different. You, you, you can you can take that time. Yeah, you know what I mean. I make my that's own schedule. Nice, that's a nice thing. Yeah, that's a nice thing for for our listeners. Just get a job where you don't have to go to work, and you can yeah. work from home. Also, get a job where you can make your own hours yeah it is serious i cannot recommend it enough it is uh, so good i i don't um so I can definitely recommend doing that
0: yeah you want to ask me about my week or, or um uh
1: i didn't i didn't want to you want to just move I, on you just want to move on or? yeah so i have another problem.
0: okay yeah how was um, your week
1: buster brown it sucked no it was actually really really good I don't know why I
0: chose to take a drink at that exact right right moment. I had a wonderful week. We we recorded the podcast earlier last week. Actually, I need to just check that because I don't want to lie. I had an incredible, wonderful trip up to Canada that was also like being haunted by Casper the Ghost. Because like you're still being haunted by a ghost, but it's also kind of cool. But also like it wasn't perfect. Mostly in that I drove to Canada, which I've done like four times by this point, I actually really love the drive. I've taken a different way almost every time because I really like just seeing different landscapes and whatnot and because I work uh, I'm self-employed, I can make my own schedule and and I work on the road a bit and things like that. however, what what really what really um, you know burnt my toast this on this trip was I left on Wednesday at around noon and started driving. And, um, I was kind of taking a leisurely stroll because I had like two and a half days to get to, to get to Canada. There was more than enough time. It's a, it's a 21 hour drive to where I was going, which is across the border from Detroit. And I crossed the border at Texarkana. So between Texas and Arkansas, I crossed the border and I was driving for a little bit. And I was thinking about borders and I was thinking, well, that's crazy. Borders are, are fun, you know, between States. And I thought, oh, I'm going to drive across the Canadian border. And that's when it hit me that I, did not have my United States passport,
1: which mm.
0: is a problem. Right. And at this point it is about seven o'clock. So I had been driving for like seven hours or six hours. Um it wasn't it wasn't a great realization. I I turned around and then started calling people. Because I was like, I'm not going to waste time driving any more away from my, where my passport is. But I started calling people to see if there were some options. And some people were like, oh, ship it it's like to somewhere up there. But at this point, it was already the evening on a Wednesday night. And so if I got somebody to ship it, even doing next day shipping, it still wouldn't get to somewhere until Friday, which I was kind of hoping I'd be across the border at that point. So then I would just be waiting somewhere in like Michigan and Michigan sucks. We don't have any listeners in Michigan. Michigan is the worst.
1: We really we can't we can't start doing that for every single state that we don't have listeners in because Alabama be, sucks. Forty five out of fifty states. <laughs> I'm actually fifty four. Who knows what California is doing? That's
0: true. No, Minnesota, Michigan is is okay. The roads suck, though. By the way. So I I did turn around and overall it added an extra 10 hours to my 21 hour drive, um, Mm -mm -mm. which was uh, the pits. And I I hated every second of it. When I did get home, I got my passport. I double
1: checked it four times and then I laid down on my bed for an hour and a half. (laughs) Um, because and I was like, this. about your life and decided <laughs> you didn't want to go to Canada. You was, didn't want to be a person anymore.
0: It was literally the word. You didn't like, want a
1: car. You wanted to go off the grid.
0: W- when I turned around, I literally was sitting there thinking, like, this isn't real. Like, this shit doesn't happen to me. This shit does not happen to real people. Like, at that point, <laughs> somebody was just like, they, whenever I was telling this story in Canada, which it got around a lot, mostly because a lot of them follow me on Instagram. And so they saw it there. And, and I'm friends with the, the bride and the groom that was, who were in the wedding. And I got mentioned in two speeches. First of all, Canadians love their wedding speeches. There's like eight of them. Um, you know, in America, we have the maid of honor speech. And the best man speech. And then that's it. In Canada, they do those two. And then they do a, a father and mother of the bride speech. And then they do a father and mother of the groom speech. And then they do the wedding couple speech. And so there's five speeches. And I got called out in two of them. And both kind of making fun of me for obvious and, and valid reasons of forgetting my, my passport. But they were all like, why, I would have just stopped. Imagine driving 10 hours, burning an entire tank of gas. For Hold nothing. On,
1: let me just let me just picture this. Oh God, no. I mean, I basically did. Whenever I used to drive up to Austin for auditions, yeah, which didn't ever result in work. Ah, uh, that's not true. It eventually led to work, and you know, you got to put in the time and all that other shit. But yeah, when you think about it, it is like hours and hours and hours where no, absolutely no purpose. Although I did forget a headshot one time, and I thought I was gonna cry. I did. Probably I do cry. remember. I that. I remember. I remember. Yeah, that. I probably called you.
0: I. I'm just going to say the drive the drive from Houston to Austin is only three hours. Three,
1: right. And you just say five.
0: Yeah, six hours versus ten hours. Ten hours is going to win.
1: Well, I believe that you win. I'm trying to empathize with you, Kyle.
0: I reject your empathy. I
1: reject your empathy and
0: I raise <laughs> you winning. Charlie Sheen. Winning friendship. No, it was it was real rough, and and I do love driving, and I'm a, a very good driver, and that was real rough on me. Um, not to mention, this became a much shorter trip. Right, I was planning on getting into Canada on Thursday. I didn't get in until Friday, and which meant that my I didn't have another day to kind of re- recover from that drive, which then also was literally a third longer. And so on Sunday, I had to leave because this ice storm was hitting Canada in the north to where like uh, uh, two friends of mine, uh, uh, a couple, they were driving from where we were to Toronto and their car ended up in a ditch. Like it was like super bad up there. And so I was like, I can't hang around here. I need to go before because like I'm in a Texan rental car. They don't have snow tires on them or chains in the trunk that I can use. So I had to kind of get out of there, which made my trip much shorter and then more condensed so that literally a majority of the trip was was just driving um i think it ended over like 63 hours and 3500 miles which is nice. just crazy and i i absolutely love that that's like one of my favorite things just driving around i got to stop in southern missouri which was very pretty and hang out i mean there i for can tell
1: you you must love driving because i don't I, i've i never met a single other human who who has driven as much as you have we've taken a trip to to los angeles and yeah. back in in f- how long it's like 48 hours yeah no that, that was a quick trip that was fucking crazy <laughs> yeah it was i'm never doing that like I, I i work at the the mall that we stopped at when we first got there and whenever i go to the starbucks in that mall where we where we chilled whenever we first got to la well let's just say trip, it
0: collapsed i feel like is the proper term where we collapsed.
1: Right. I and I did every part of me emotionally physically my arms my eyes my my dreams a they, they collapsed. Yeah. And then we had to apartment hunt yeah. which obviously did not result in the ability to to move in anywhere. Right. Uh but like it was, it's just everything I was crying. Yeah. all the time. I was just like a little baby at that point. I couldn't do anything.
0: Yeah, but see I did love that drive though. We only God. pulled over once, and we took like a two hour nap at a rest stop. That was my, my my mom was freaking out. My my parents we never stopped on road trips at rest stops before, and so me doing these long drives is kind of the first time I've used rest areas or rest stops uh, frequently. And um and so I that's where I tend to sleep like my, as my mom was always just like get a hotel and and use a bed and I'm just like, well, I don't want to sleep for eight hours because then it adds a whole nother day to the trip. I might be well rested, but I kind of would rather just go for it. And instead I'll take like a two and a half hour nap or a three hour nap at a rest stop. And my mom was like, you're going to get stabbed. She's not an old woman. I don't know why I did that voice, but yeah, it's not. There's so many people that sleep in rest stops that I find it fun because it's just a very human experience. We've all stopped here. It's 1am. We're all tired. And we just we just sleep. Oh, in our cars.
1: That's that is also my nightmare is being at a rest stop and with like all these other people. I don't know any of them. What are they gonna do? Are they gonna bother me? Nothing. They they're gonna...
0: all they're all surviving, just like we are.
1: We're yeah. all humans. How do, I, I don't survive by like taking things from other people, but that's how some people survive. It's scary.
0: Yeah, but nobody would drive all the way out to a rest
1: stop to rob somebody. Like the fruits. It of sounds that like is the perfect low. the perfect opportunity. No. Everybody's sleeping. They're all the, yeah, take them down. Well, I mean, you're not. not, You don't have your windows rolled down. I don't have a ring of thieves going to rest up after rest stop. I haven't trained people from four years and older to bother people while they're sleeping and to find an optimum target. That's ridiculous.
0: I tell you what, this audio is going to sound so good in the courtroom later.
1: I haven't given anybody the tools and skills necessary to take people at rest stops. And ransom them for money. That's ridiculous. Oh, God, no, no.
0: Let's stop talking about human trafficking, and let's start talking about anything else. Like
1: our new game. Except it's
0: not a new game. It's like an old game we've done before.
1: That lined up for me, audio Lee? Yeah. audio I'm Audibly? sure it'll work out. I'm sure the sync is I mean, you know, we'll make the sync happen. Yeah,
0: it's going to feel the the audacity is going to feel what we were trying to do and it's going to sync it up.
1: It I love it that. when audacity just feels how well oh, the yeah. two people are playing together and it just you, syncs it for them.
0: You know how real intuitive uh,
1: free sound editing software is? It does. So that. we're going to uh we're going to go back to the first game that we played on the show. This is my favorite so one game. One of my favorites. Yeah. It is called trailer park beep 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 why is it that one that's the trailer backing up ah backing up into the park you know I mean what would have been a really a much better transition probably would have been the fact that rest stops have like maybe that's where trailer
0: park there's a lot of truckers that stop there and they also protect you from thieves because they yeah and um and speaking of hey Speaking of you know, truck trailers,
1: beep, beep, I'm going to stop. Thank you. So I'm going to go ahead and get started.
0: Can you explain the game for people who might not have listened to the first episode?
1: Sure. It's a game where I, Connor, watch trailer and I describe it scene by scene, frame by frame to Kyle, who then has to guess what movie I'm describing.
0: I'm very excited. This is one of my absolute favorite games. Yeah, I cannot see, I cannot hear it I'm only, I'm just like you, listener I'm sitting there in my life And it looks good, probably And I'm just trying to figure this out together
1: Let's get started Okay All right. oh, of course, the panover of a town A man walking down a dark flight of stairs Now he's riding a motorcycle It's very quiet, quiet piano playing Now we're hanging out on the edge of a cliff Two boys, oh god, now we cut to a helicopter There's a lot of scene changes at the beginning of this now he's opening, okay, goodness. so many. Okay, there's a barbed wire, blood dripping off the barbed wire. Now a man is walking up to the door, opening very slowly with a gun and the shot. And oh my God, it's a man with a what looks like a box cutter up to another man with a beard. And he's like, dude, you're, you try to do good stuff, but sometimes it doesn't work. But he says it better than that. And then we hear some like guitar playing in the background. And then a man comes up, oh, he shoots him. And then we cut to it, two other people talking, people walking, big baddie walking. Oh, man, there's two, three big bomberinos, and I guess they gotta take care of that. There's a lot of cuts happening, Kyle, man. Um, A lot of people shooting guns and, like, underneath the highway. Now a helicopter, now a huge concert. They're walking around the concert. Then they have, oh, the main character just, like, knocks someone onto the wall, and now they're riding a boat in a sewer system. Now they're, and two people are standing in between trees talking about something really important, I'm sure. Oh, And uh, now a woman's staring at this guy in a car who's pointing a gun. Oh, they must recognize each other because he drives and tries to run her over and she shoots at him in the window. And then we cut to him riding a motorcycle in the town, driving around. Uh Uh-oh, and now a guy's tied up in a ship like about to be... drowned, uh, and now it's a big baddie fighting our friend in a bathroom, but really powerful hits, because of like sound editing, probably. Uh, they're punching through walls, people are breaking through windows, it's crazy. We're driving on, in the concert, where he almost falls and falls onto the crowd, and then we go into a small little jazz place. He's shooting guns, pew, pew! And then it's one person, they're like, hey, what's up? And then another guy's like, something else. Uh, and then our main guy runs up to a helicopter, and he and he catches a, uh, oh, God, there's so many changes. Now we're driving a motorcycle, and he just falls, and now the main theme using is playing with, like, a guy flying a helicopter, oh, and he's about to run and do an 18-wheeler and the name of the show.
0: That's crazy. It's a lot of changes. Which, well, I mean, obviously, so it's an action movie because right. those trailers, like, do that. I keep I kept thinking in the beginning it was, like, a post-apocalyptic thing. Cause that's why kind of what it sounded like with you know blood on the barbed wire and a box cutter and whatnot, but it's not. Is it not a post-apocalyptic? No. Or apocalyptic? No. Is it apocalyptic or post-apocalyptic or pre-apocalyptic? It's pre-apocalyptic.
1: Okay. It's, it's a possible apocalyptic. Probably they like to do that in these movies.
0: Okay. Fast and Furious Ten. Have they made Fast and Furious Nine?
1: Um. I think, they... I think I think they're going to do it like the iPhone. Yeah, they're going to skip like it. iPhone or Fast and Furious, yeah. Fast 7. Where are they at? Fast I 8. I Furious think they did Fast 8. Fate. Fate.
0: F- fate. No that one cares been really about those good. movies. What? Except for all the people that
1: the, buy that's money. That's the box office.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I am so actually legitimately stumped. So... i'm
1: really gonna pin that on you it has nothing to do with my ability to describe this trailer
0: no i i'm surprised too because i go see a bunch of movies because i i have a movie pass like you talked about in the other episode and i have not seen can you tell me generally when the movie is coming out
1: um july 27th okay
0: so it's a summer movie Okay, give me like a director or a star, because I've got nothing. If I
1: name the star, you're donezo. it is obviously a uh, it's a sequel, in a way. Okay, uh, it is part of a not sequel. a trilogy, but it's, um, let's see, uh, it's a sequel.
0: It's a sequel. You say it's an, a it's sequel it, it, in a way, or well, it is well a I sequel? mean, it's
1: it's part of a it's part of a series. Okay, but did um,
0: it? Is it okay? Hmm.
1: Um, it has a very famous theme music. I was actually kind of humming it before we started, but I didn't realize I was doing that until later. Famous theme music.
0: I, well, at some point I was like, oh, is it Han Solo, the Solo movie?
1: Nah, but then you there's no like, space shit. Yeah.
0: You were talking about helicopters and, and, um, and barbed
1: wire, which I didn't think we, was a... We- we got a uh, J.J. Abrams is directing. I I don't actually I don't know if he's directing. He's his production company. His is production company
0: is doing it. I'm I'm I I still don't know who it is. Give me give me a star and I and if I don't get it
1: then then we'll just know. Yeah, uh, Tom Cruise.
0: Did they wait? Did J.J. Abrams do the Mission Impossible thing? Is he's that what it robot, is? Bad robot, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. He so it's Mission Impossible. Yeah. Oh, see, that's why because I hate Tom Cruise and I hate Mission Impossible. That's why I don't. I didn't see this coming. I didn't even know there was another one. Can Tom yeah. stop? Can Tom just stop, please? What hey, do you Tom, mean?
1: stop! He's going to stop. He's making all that monies. Hey, please stop, Tom. And the money word. And then that money just goes to Scientology, which ruins the world. I know. Oh, man, that'll have to be one other problem that we solve at some point because I didn't realize how big of a problem Scientology was until I really moved into the place where Scientology's like the place to be. Yeah, because in um, Texas,
0: it's like, oh, those wackos in California, surely no one believes them.
1: I mean, a lot of people out here still are the same way, but, but I have personal experience with running into Scientologists, uh, and it's not the best time. Yeah. Um but no. Yeah, but that was a hard one. Cuz like yeah. every single one was changing scenes. I didn't I didn't even describe every scene. Um a matter of fact,
0: we don't even need to keep talking about it cuz I don't even want to promote Mission Impossible.
1: Oh my god. I hate
0: Tom Cruise so much. He's legitimately the only actor that I like actually sincerely hate. And I don't oh go see his crap because That's first of all, I just don't like his movies. I like Top Gun, I guess, but I just don't like his movies cuz I think he's just like a mannequin that someone put in movies because I don't think he has any facial expression. And then also he doesn't have a soul, I guess. I don't know. Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. I, I have an ex I have a possible exception and I want you to hear me out on this. Okay. Um, Oh shit. What's the name of that fucking movie? What's the one where he's, he's a, uh, it's like in the future and they're all fighting aliens. Edge of tomorrow.
0: No. Yeah. I didn't see that either because oh, sh- Tom Cruise started. in I it. I
1: loved that movie. I loved that movie. I thought it was so kick ass. Yeah. Which I don't use to describe a lot of movies that I enjoy, except that movie, what Kickass. Was. That also was a Kick-Ass movie. Yeah. Um. No. Well, thank you for for playing that game with me, Buddy Brown.
0: That was that was very fun. I was actually very pleasantly surprised because i don't I'm going to c- cue our listeners into a s- little secret. Sometimes I know what the trailer is and I lie. I did that a lot in our, our test episodes before we started. But, Which don't um,
1: exist. We don't have test episodes. Yeah, we didn't practice this. We at didn't all. practice how to talk into the mics before we started talking into the mics for real.
0: But I think this was the first one I legitimately didn't know as you were saying it. It was very fun for me. It was, it was like a mystery.
1: It's a mystery
0: that was great. Connor, what is so? We, we like to on this show. We like to solve problems because millennials get blamed for a lot of problems and they get blamed for blame not being for so proactive. many problems. We're the cause of so many problems and we don't ever get any credit for solving problems. But Connor, that's not what this show is about. This show is about solving problems. Connor, what yeah. problem are we solving today?
1: Now we are solving a big problem that I've been dealing with. And I'm sure you have too. We're going to solve motivation. Honestly, I'd rather not. I know, I don't feel like doing that today at all. I'm glad we both went there. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> We're so funny. That's what it we is call a That's life. what we
0: call low-hanging fruit. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sometimes it is the sweetest.
1: <laughs> no, it is a tough one. I I uh, I have a big one. I have a big problem with it every day. Every single day I get out of bed and I decide I literally will go. I can like today. I was off today this is the main thing that I have going on. I mean, I have some writing to do and I have some homework to do, but like, this is the main thing that I had going on. Yeah. But like, so I did, I could have just stayed in bed the entire day and then like maybe made breakfast. Cause I was like hungry, yeah. but it, I decide Oh, I, I want to start getting up before, uh, before nine every day. Yeah. Uh, regardless of whether or not I have work or, or, or class just get up and do it. Um, which is kind of the, the point that we end up fighting between either, Having an actual motivation to do something that comes instinctually or through discipline, which are the two kind of, the two kind of fights that, that you have. And you either decide every day that you're, you're going to have that discipline and just do it regardless of whether or not you feel like doing it, which is not, a, not necessarily going to come. Or you try to develop something that you feel motivated by every day, which I yeah. think might be something that isn't possible.
0: I think a lot of people they get they like try they equate motivation with happiness. You know, so it's just like, oh, if I'm not motivated in doing this, I I'm not happy doing it. I can't be happy doing it. So my purpose in order to find happiness is to find something that motivates me, which is an interesting balance. I was really excited when you suggested this because a lot of the problems I suggest and the ones that we've done so far have been like how do we fix Russia and taxes and big stuff? And I really like this because obviously it affects me. Um, that's a lie. I'm the most motivated person I know. That was a lie too the low
1: hanging fruit
0: low hanging fruit. i but I, what I like about it is that it, it, it's actionable. we can we can do something about this. It affects us personally,
1: yeah. and I mean, relating it back to like millennials as a whole, that is something that it's it especially for people like myself. Who I I wasn't exactly raised in a way, and I haven't I haven't talked about that in a while. But I mean, the way in which I was I was raised, and I put that in quotations, is it's it's not it it wasn't through a, a specific pattern or it wasn't like or, intentional. It wasn't an intentional seeking of like trying to show values, or at least I didn't see it that way at all. And right. so I eventually just. I read the right books, and so I was like, these are the things that I want to uh, to, to go after, and these are what I want. These values or these goals or these uh, uh, kind of core beliefs, I, I want to be there in myself. I think that those are things that I want to do, that and I you, want myself to And you to met like. the right
0: friends who yeah, exemplify those values every day. And you know, I'm I'm happy to be your role, your role model. Connor.
1: Well, more more so, and I and I realize that too. Is like I seek people out who uh, to be my friends who challenge me, uh, like not not necessarily in like actually doing shit. Yeah, like, Connor, so, do
0: twenty push ups right now. Right, go.
1: More so, ch- they they challenge me intellectually. Like, I, if anybody who just like can cont- like. Because I ramble on about a bunch of shit, you know what I mean. And yep. so, and a lot of times I'm I'm wrong so much of the time that if someone is just like saying yes, 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 I'm like there's something wrong with you because I know I I don't know exactly what I'm talking about. Right. You're not you're not actually thinking about what the other person is saying if you're just like
0: yeah 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 and now this right,
1: right. that that too. But I, having to 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 find that motivation and discipline as something that I I was lucky enough to attempt to seek out personally that is not existent in a lot of people like just be, just having having it inherent is not i don't think that's something to rely upon at all it doesn't solving motivation i think is is changing the perception of what it is yeah i say as the person who doesn't do shit but go ahead
0: i think so this is actually a very interesting thing is that i think we view, we we each as far as a kind of a millennial uh, overgeneralized statement, but I feel like we are are pretty cri- uh, critical of of ourselves a lot of times because I mean the person that you're gonna see the the largest mistakes and flaws in is gonna be yourself, and if you don't, then you're a narcissist. And so you you know we will see the cracks in in our own in our own personality and our own behaviors and our own like. Whatever, because we are are with ourselves the most. And so, like, I actually see you most of the time as a highly motivated person, almost to an annoying uh, uh, effect sometimes because whenever I like – what I like about you is that a lot of times whenever you learn something or – Um, you discover something new is that you try and dive like as deep as possible. We used to talk about this with your dating life. Whenever you would date (laughs) a girl, you would like go out for coffee and then you would spend four hours talking about like all of her beliefs and your beliefs and the stuff like tough stuff. And I was like, holy crap, why are you doing that? That's crazy. You, You know, trying to learn, dive as deeply as possible on a first date, I mean, and obviously you're succeeding because well, you're dating somebody, and I'm single right now. So obviously, I need to change. What well, no, I'm doing. I
1: mean the that one's an entirely different can of worms because at that point, in a way, I was like job interviewing people, right? I was looking at it. <laughs> you know, I mean, I was. I was looking at it from the standpoint of like, what What are your core values? What do you want in your life? Because you don't want to waste our, your time. Well, totally. Are our interests lined up? to allow us to begin this partnership that we're going to attempt to pursue for the rest of our lives. That's exactly what it was. It's really funny because a lot of times
0: in job interviews, people are just like, so, I mean, this is going to be like a a relationship, right? So let's learn more about each other. That's how they talk in job interviews. No, you're like, all right, so this relationship is going to be like a job interview so let's let's uh let's dive deeper into it I like that it's 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 a little bit uh backwards um <laughs> from from everybody it's a else uh, counterintuitive it's a little <laughs>
1: fucking stupid it's so
0: hey it works for you and that's not that's the most important thing
1: it did- actually you know what's funny it didn't because no- because the girl that I'm with now it it it's totally different than than those processes in which I did before because we began from a standpoint of like this is not going to be. Our relation. This isn't going to be a relationship
0: because she was moving from L. A. To, to New York. York for school. Yeah, so
1: it was just going to end that summer. And so, it because of that, I looked at it from a standpoint of like, like, let's just like if let's just have a good time. And if this isn't a good time, then like that's it, you know. And so- because I looked at it from from that different standpoint, which is the good one, of I really just want to enjoy my time with this person. And if it doesn't, then I'm out. So you're I, saying all, all the advice that I've given you over the years has led you to find uh,
0: your your the girlfriend you currently have now.
1: That c- <laughs> clearly, that. anytime like you you, you and, and other people told yeah, me for the longest time, us, yeah. From and like fucking Disney Channel told me just be yourself, <laughs> just be right? yourself. And people told me that forever, and I was like, go fuck out myself, and everybody fucking hates me. <laughs> this sucks. Oh, and amazing. then, three no, well, it wasn't that long ago now. Maybe like two years ago now, I had what I call my uh, emotional revolution. I think is what I call it, Re- or no, my my per- my personal epiphany. Epiphany. Um, there you go. I like which that. was just like I actually was okay with being myself for the first time. I remember that. Um, that was a good day. It was a solid day, but it was it. it took a lot, right? It, yeah. T- it got to the point where I was literally like, Kyle, why are you my friend? I don't understand yeah. why you would want to be my friend. Um,
0: And, and it, normally my, my tactic of sarcasm it was not appropriate in that moment, so I don't remember saying a whole, whole lot.
1: I think you attempted sarcasm, and then you were just like, and then you were <laughs> oh, honest Oh, this me. is a real moment. This is a real
0: moment. Oh, no. Yeah.
1: And then, and then, like you said, actually some really like interesting things, but it was a lot of honest things, and I and I appreciated that. It didn't it? Didn't exactly help me right then? Yes. But it, it 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 had to get to that point that it it that the lowest of lows for myself personally to to finally just I don't know, just something clicked in my head that that actually agreed with it. So people can tell you all over and over and over again all those different things in all these different ways, but it really it it takes
0: you something have to else. you have
1: to realize it it's almost yeah. like an
0: experiential thing i mean because even if you had been raised differently or intentionally like you're saying that it would be it would still be something you have to discover you can be prepared so for example i'll use for example my incredibly stupid uh, financial credit decisions that i made when i was 21 my parents have told me for the longest time growing up hey Don't get a credit card when you're in college or, you know, be careful and whatnot. So they were like constantly telling me to as far as like be aware financially and credit. But as soon as I turned whenever I was like 21 and I was kind of in a jam financially and I found out that there were companies begging to give me free money. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is like so easy and I don't ever have to pay it back? What? I mean, that's not actually what I thought but it was pretty damn close to how I acted and so, which then, you know, made me make idiotic credit decisions. But Connor, we're not here to talk about your love life and my poor credit. We are here to talk about motivation. So how can we, how how do you stay, how do you stay motivated now?
1: Um, I... I set really, oh God, that's the problem, right? Is like, I, I still haven't solved it. I mean, clearly not for myself, no. So you're saying I, I need to solve it. No, no. Here's <laughs> how I know I, I, I have worked towards solving it. Um, and this is for me, and I don't know how well it's going to apply, but here it goes. I, I make projects for myself. Um, yeah. Because I need long-term commitments to things that other people are working on and counting on me for in order to do something. Um, like the like the M, like what we're working on now, because I'm working on this with you and I have a commitment to making it every week, yeah. I've, we've done it every week for almost two months now. Yeah. Um, more like a month and a half. And uh, the other thing that I've been working on is uh, some, some projects with two other people uh, that I wanna film for more demo work for myself. And uh, because I'm working on it with other people, it, and because it's kind of a longer drawn out thing, it, it, it makes me want to do it more than the everyday. Like I, I want to I also want to learn piano and I want to uh, to learn Spanish. But those take daily <laughs> processes for a long time. Yeah. Um, those types of skills are like now. if I had a project where like I, I had to learn bits of Spanish, which I've thought about creating for myself right cuz um, then you don't have a deadline with those like with the inward yeah. we ha- we
0: give ourselves a deadline mm-hmm. that we're committed to whereas those kind of things that still take a lot of time you don't re- it's open ended which is a struggle yeah.
1: I am reading a couple of books so I'll get back to you next week on how I'm gonna solve it but that's what I got so far
0: well how I keep myself motivated and it's actually kind of worked in a few different little areas of my life um is that I'm trying to get like physically healthier and one of the things that helps actually motivate me in a very strange way is pretending that I've already done it so this helps me in in <laughs> maintaining a streak of of uh, like going to the gym or like to uh, like a uh, it's been like two months. I just cut all soda out of my life. Whereas I used to like, if I got like a burger or whatever, or if I was out and about, it'd be like, yeah, Dr. Pepper or whatever, and get some caffeine in my body. And I would still drink ca- coffee in the morning. So I was getting like a lot of caffeine and just like all the sugar that's in soda. And what I did is I kept a tally on my whiteboard at the beginning of every day that I added a day to. And that was how many days I went without like soda or how many days I'd, in a row I'd gone to the gym. And what it does is it basically tricked my mind cause I was adding that day. So it was like, I've already conquered this day. And so it kept me motivated oh, because I was just like, I pretended like I'd already done it. And it's very obvious and it's very weird, but I was surprised by how like the subtlety of it was very effective, at least in my experience. And I, I really enjoy it. And now I'm to the point where like, I don't have a counter for soda because I, it doesn't matter at this point. Like I've already built the habit. It's, it's already kind of second nature. That's nice. once you can get to that point, I think there's some psychologists who said it takes 22 days to build a habit or something. When you get to that point of like a month or a month and a half, it's kind of like, yeah, is there, this is a part of my life. This is a part of my identity. Now I don't drink soda. I go to the gym like that. I practice Spanish every day, like stuff like that. It's it once you build that habit then the, you your motivation is is easier. I love
1: it. Man, I feel like we actually solved not necessarily we, solved yeah, it, we did but something. like, This was nice. This
0: was so good. We gave something good to the universe.
1: Yeah, finally. Now Connor none of it was something. funny. None of it was so... funny. So we might have to go back and we'll redub it with some farting sounds.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, let's do some test ones right now.
1: That was really good. <laughs> Jesus. I was God.
0: really surprised by how good that was. I just the, that came out. I wasn't me. even. It came cut. out of my we mouth. It came it out, sound, out of my mouth.
1: Sorry. I feel like if I heard it, I would think that you cut to that point. But It was just so immediate. <laughs> it was. It was right God. there.
0: Now you, do, you do one.
1: Uh, thank you both. <laughs> thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Both. you, all. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank, thank, you thanks to the me. two of you. Thank, thank you. you and actually, me. we have a lot of listeners. Thank you all for listening to this week's M Word podcast. Please. Yeah. i i well you were talking about we have a lot of listeners
0: and and i didn't put this in our closing notes but we again topped our, our downloads for the past week so like last week i know i talked about like we had the most downloads on a friday that we've ever had now we are like topping week after week the number of downloads we have and we are getting new listeners like listening to the first episode and like binge listening to them all and it's it is beyond comprehension to me, how many people are listening to the show. And I love I love it so much. We have such a blast making it. And I, like, sincerely thank you for taking your time. And at this point, it's like, this is our sixth episode. Like, so that's almost six hours of that people are spending listening to us talk, Connor. That's
1: crazy. Yeah, thank you guys so much for taking the listen. And thank you for listening today. Uh, if you want to be on the pod, which you can do, just send us an email at... The, uh, it's ck at mwordpod.com again that's ck at mwordpod.com yeah we didn't have thank, a we, uh, we didn't have a listener
0: problem this week because we were kind of both traveling but if you send us something um, we want to talk about it
1: also thank you sindia for making our cover art for the Word podcast
0: also uh, thanks to Grant for, for our intro and outro music Millennial Juice Fluid it gets me pumped and jacked every time and I love it so much
1: tweet us at mwordpod
0: on twitter you can also follow our personal accounts on twitter uh, i think connor is at captain connor i am at kyle the turner um and on instagram uh we don't have a M word instagram but we have our instagrams which we post a lot about mword um, mine is at kyle the turner as well and i think connor's yours is at that boy connor boy yep. with a y um also please uh subscribe to our show on itunes if you have not already that just make sure that you get them downloads ready and rarin on and friday us, morning and um, get ready for the weekend and a
1: review what i said and then give us a rating and a review
0: yes yes please do that please leave us a rating and review now we are doing um one new thing this week that we are kicking off and um and that is a Patreon. If you are unfamiliar with Patreon, uh, Patreon is just a very simple way for you to support uh, creators that you like listening to or that like making stuff, and so we are we have made a a Patreon for the M Word, um, which we were really excited about. Mostly, at, like our cost to to make this every month is pretty low at this point. Um, it costs about forty bucks a month uh, overall, not including our initial purchase of of um, equipment and things like that. And um, if you can give us a dollar a month, then I mean, you're my favorite person and that helps go towards covering those costs so that we can continue making, you know, this show and, and having fun, um, with you. And so that link is patreon.com mwordpod Patreon is spelled P A T R E O N. You guys have a good
1: rest of your week. I'll see you then. Bye. Bye.